morning, everybody. It's me, Ask Mike from Wallsworth Yearbooks, and I just want to say, welcome back to school. It's an exciting year, and I've got a lot of cool plans started for uh, my podcast. As you know, I probably was lacking last year on the podcast, and so I want to catch up. And my podcast this year is going to really, really focus on how you guys are doing what you do best, creating the yearbook. And I'm excited today that I'm going to start off in Maine at a school called Presque Isle High School. And um, I figured I'd work my way across and down and over and sideways and all through the country and just find out what you all are doing and maybe some of the things that we share with each other you can incorporate into your classroom. I'm, I promise you that today I'm going to be, and this year, I'm going to be more efficient with my podcast and I want to use them to help students achieve what they do. So, without any further talk from me, I think I'm going to go with Presque Isle, and we're going to find out from the editors. They, they're back to school today. This is their first day back, which is August uh, what, 14th, 15th, August 15th. And um, we're going to see what the Presque Isle editors and advisor and all the, the students at Presque Isle are doing. So without any further ado, let's get with them. Hello, everybody. It's me, Ask Mike, from Wallsworth Yearbooks, and I'm back. Like I said in my opening, I'm back this year, and I'm starting off with Lindsay and Emily from Presque Isle Yearbook in Presque Isle, Maine. Hello, ladies. Hi. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're doing good. All right, so I got to come up to visit you this spring. And I found out all sorts of really cool stuff about Presque Isle and Presque Isle High School and the, the ship yearbook. Um, so we're just going to talk about that first, if that's all right. So let me ask you my most important question of the day. How many moose have you seen this summer? I haven't seen any. I was going to say I've seen zero, which is surprising. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't really. I say that. I don't know. There's certain areas where moose are like higher quantities. Okay. Which is she hasn't seen any because she lives on a street called Moose Ridge. I do live on Moose Ridge. <laughs> That's funny. You live on Moose Ridge. No, and I haven't. No I haven't seen any. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any either. Oh my gosh, I'm so disappointed. Podcast over. I'm kidding. <laughs> I um, had deer in my backyard. Oh yeah. but we have deer, deer everywhere. In Kansas, yeah. We have two bucks that are in our yard all the time now. And they're kind of cool because they got their, their antlers and all that kind of stuff. My dog loves them. So, um, so you went, Lindsay, you went to Utah this summer. Yes, I did. And so how long were you there? Um, two weeks. Well, a little over two weeks. That's right. Other than that, work here all summer. That's cool. And Emily, you've been working. Have you been down to the, do you guys call it the shore like they do in New Jersey? Or do you just call it? I say more the, the coast. The coast, yeah. Okay. Downstate. I don't know. I did go to Florida. A lot of people, like, that was like June. So it's kind of in the back summer. of my mind. I didn't summer. realize it that in Maine, everyone calls like 
I would say downstate, downstate, but like down south in the state is just downstate. Like if you say you're going somewhere, you just say you're going downstate. And downstate. no other state really like says that. So I said it one time no. and everyone's like, what the heck? <laughs> and in Florida, we just called it going to the beach. And then in New Jersey, they call it the shore. So whatever. Yeah, for us, it's the coast. Because yeah. the down, yeah, downstate. And so have you been downstate to the, to the water? I yeah. haven't. I haven't, no. <gasps> okay. Well, I mean, oh. I drove up yesterday. <laughs> That's true. But on the interstate, yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So let's talk about um, the book and and what your plans are for the book. It's so exciting that you guys. This is your second year. Were you editors last year? Yeah, we yeah. last year as juniors, we didn't have any senior in the class, so we took on the role two years in a row. That's awesome. And you don't mind? Mm -mm. We both really like being yeah. in charge of everything. So. But your staff is so amazing because everybody gets along all the time. Oh, yeah. Literally, even through the summer, we, I swear we text almost every day. We're all besties. We have, like, three different group chats. We just hang out all the time. We text. Like, it's we're just best friends. It's yep. not just, like, a staff. So let me ask you this. What started that? Just because it's a small town, small school? What? I mean, how did that just get going? I mean, going? honestly, so, like, in years prior, I don't know, like... When we were underclassmen, sometimes we got along with the upperclassmen, but sometimes we didn't. The upperclassmen have always been like, we've been here and the upperclassmen have been like on a next right. tier. Like they just think they're better than us. And <laughs> we now like, you're they, it. <laughs> yeah. And so they never really like try to include any of the underclassmen. But as we've been like the upperclassmen, I think I can t say this for our whole entire class 2023. I don't think any of us feel old enough to be like seniors be or seniors. we're actually the oldest people in the school. So we are all just friends with the underclassmen right. anyway. So it makes it That's easier. Cool. And I think where we didn't have any seniors last year either, we were all underclassmen. So I think that right. helped. And I know a lot of us were friends before. We're on the same sports teams and we just get along. And like our really families well. are friends outside of school too. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think you're saying that it's a smaller town smaller community does make it easier but i mean you can work with anything so exactly so have you guys met the new underclassmen that are coming onto the book yep yeah my sister's in it mrs young's daughter's in it most of them we like already know like her brother and my sister are both upcoming freshmen so mm -hmm. we know everyone in their friend group because again it's a small school a so small we know school. everyone yeah how many kids how many total people in the school like four fifty ish four seventy five your graduating class is probably what we have around 100 we have okay. a really small class the upcoming freshmen are 150 which i mean okay. in the big world that sounds but, tiny but, but we're like holy crap 150 yeah. kids <laughs> Yeah, I, I I hate to say, but I graduated with over a thousand. <laughs> so it's weird that I don't know about her, but I can say every single person our grade first and last name. Yep, like mostly everyone can. That's cool. Have you had any official uh, uh functions yet? I know you guys were doing such a great job in the spring. Have you had official functions where you've started moving the book? Yeah, or leadership no. or training or anything like that? No, no. We've done some coverage over the summer. But other than that, we kind of take a brain break over the yeah. summer. 
to and your summer is short. Yeah. Oh yeah. We ended school on June twenty third, and our first day back. is the seventeenth, thirteenth. That's this week. No. Yeah. yeah it's Thursday. Thursday. I bet you're excited. Okay, but tell <laughs> the audience why your summer is so short. Okay, so <laughs> in the middle of September through the middle of October, we take a three, three and a half week break called Harvest Break, where every single kid in the whole high school um, is out of school and you it's pretty much so you can help the farmers with the potato harvest, which is why it's called Harvest Break. There, and you guys are famous for? Potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> That's so cool. I love this story. And by the way, I told this story to uh, an advisor from um, Idaho, and she told me I was crazy that you were a bigger uh, potato farm community than Idaho. And I said, yeah. I don't think so. I heard it from the main person, Marcy Young. Yep, Mrs. Mm -hmm. Young, her family's potato family, I work for their farm during harvest. Oh, you do? Yep, I do. And that's so cool. Me is she out there picking potatoes? Kids. Say that again. Is she out there harvesting potatoes as well? Um, she brings us food. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. And do you, um, uh, Emily? Do you work at um, a farm? I don't. I am not much of a. I don't want to put my hands in the dirt. Don't want to do that. I just work my regular job <laughs> during like the three week harvest break, as if it was summer. Um, just because right. I have no desire to pick rocks. So <laughs> you guys are off for almost a month, probably a month, a total month. Um, does your book continue during that month? Yes, heavily. Right. So we, I would say the last couple of years, especially where we've had a chronological book, we have a, like a whole spread just on harvest with <laughs> like a September spread and an October spread also. So okay. during harvest, we try and get heavy coverage through everything. And then once harvest is over, that's when we really pick up on like the designing of the actual book. Yeah. So we get coverage from everything between the potato harvest for one, and then people that work at Walmart or in different restaurants or anyone that works any or job Emily. during harvest. Yeah. Or Emily. Yeah. There you go. Okay, cool. Um, so back to, back to the start of school, typical Mike, I'm going down all sorts of different paths. That's just the way a podcast kind of works. Um, what are your plans to bring in that bond from the underclassmen or, and to get them really chilling or, are, and, yeah. Do you have any kind of like lock in or boot camp or anything like that to show them how to, all the procedures, et cetera? Well, I would say like the first couple weeks of school before we go on harvest break is really that like the training, the first day of school, we'll share our summer work, that sort of thing. So those first couple weeks before harvest break is just getting adjusted. Of course, we as that. upperclassmen have to get adjusted, underclassmen have to get adjusted, just get back in the swing of things and really start, you know, getting the book rolling. That's so cool. Every, and, and it seems like all of you know all of the the intricacies of of the classroom you know where the camera batteries are you know how to charge them i know that's silly but it is back to school and so many underclassmen wouldn't even have a clue so right. I, I and i think where we have a smaller staff like i don't even i don't think it's ever over 20 um 
we don't have really designated roles. We have some people who specialize in writing, some in photography, but it's not like no one is restricted to that role. We all share everything. We all share everything. And I think the thing with us all being close together, you can't tell Emily and I are both extremely extroverted. Mm -hmm. So we are scared of telling people like what to do or helping people or being ourselves in the classroom, which I think that helps the underclassmen feel more comfortable. Right. That we're way out there about everything. And then they finally like warm up as the year goes on. It's going to happen. And it'll probably be kind of, I mean, they're, they're your sister and they're Mrs. Young's daughter, et cetera. But for the first, what, month before you go on harvest, but after they come back from the break, they're going to remember all that comf- that that stuff and they're going to be just as more comfortable, I think. Exactly. I mean, That's typically how it is. Yep. And we have parties in here all the time. We have a Christmas mm-hmm. party where we give each other all gifts. We have every birthday, we bring in food. So we always have fun times here that everyone always And you guys, by the way, are good cooks. Because I remember my (laughs) lobster cookies and all that other stuff. My mom uh, loved your post about her cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got pictures. I'll have to make sure that... And by the way, they're not people out there in in podcast land. They're not made with lobster at all. They're just... They're sugar cookies that look like lobster. But it's still fun. Although I do have to say there's been some sales on lobsters lately and my family has had them eating like the last two weeks they've had lobster to eat. Oh, what a shame. That's another reason I'm coming. I fell in love with warm lobster rolls. I didn't know there was a difference, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One is with mayonnaise and one is just lobster and it's so good. Right. Lobster and butter and yeah. And toasted hot dog bun, whatever that is. That's my favorite. Okay, I'm coming back, by the way. Before you graduate, I got to be back there. Um, yes. All right. Let's talk about the, the – the, how about this? Let's talk about Mrs. Young's role. What is How much does she play a role in all of this? So, basically, what I would say is she's always there if we need questions. Like, always. When yep. we're stumped about something, when somebody else is stumped about anything – like Mrs. Young is the go-to girl. She's just like right. the mom where they just magically know everything and it makes zero sense. Like we're <laughs> like, how do you know this? <laughs> but um, I'd say, especially with writing, writing isn't my forte. Like I can write, but it's not my favorite thing either. And I, yeah, we're just, I'm a math girl. Yeah, we're not. But anyway, so I hear where you. she's an English teacher, right. she will proofread every single word in the book i reread my story and i'm like huh i didn't even like do that sentence because she just fixed it up so perfectly to make it like appealing to the reader that it just works that's good the reason i'm asking is you two really are in charge you take charge yes that's what's so cool and mrs young is there to like you said she's there to answer your questions and to help you with editing etc that's good so you're a math girl I don't like math. Yeah, I we're both math. we're both math, math girls. We've both gone to the high school for math since seventh grade. Oh wow! Okay. So we've taken, I think, every we single math course, every math course that the high school offers as seniors. So we don't t- we don't have a math this year. Yep. Oh, that's even better. So you know, I no know. calculus, huh? Which no calculus was like my favorite class. I tried to take an elective math class this year, but they didn't offer it because I was the only person that signed up for it. I'm not wow. kidding. <laughs> so 
that always calculus and and even trigonometry always interfered with the yearbook at my school because we were on block schedule. Are you a block schedule school? Yeah. Well, so not anymore, but our sophomore year is when I took calculus and for the second, <laughs> yes, I know I'm a math girl. I get it. <laughs> um, wow. sophomore year when I took calculus, we had a block schedule because of our COVID schedule that was all messed up. And oh, yeah. I couldn't be in our year publications class the second semester because of calculus. So I had to take the class by myself, period, like four or something. And that's so first semester. It wasn't for it was English for me, but I wasn't in the class first semester, and then she wasn't in the class second semester. So we kind of like right, so, switched off our sophomore year. Wow, that's amazing because yeah, but you you again you shared your spot kind of sorta, and you worked on it. But did you do work outside of the classroom for the book? I'm sure you did. Oh yeah, yeah. So we had to be we had like a scheduled class period where we both literally just sat in the classroom by ourselves and did our assignment for your book. Wow. Which wasn't that fun, but but no. even then, like so last year and then both of us this year um are an aide on top of the regular yearbook class. So yep. we're yep. gonna be yep. in the yearbook class and then in here by ourselves another period. Because we just do so much for it that and, and we I like it in here. <laughs> right. Like this is my little safe space of the school. Sure. It's like everybody says, says, what would you tell everybody in podcast land to make the yearbook room so cool? Because your room is very cool. I mean, we, it's to make it open. feel like everybody belongs in that room. You yeah. Know what I mean? It's cozy and open. We have pictures everywhere and like fun stuff. Like we have two snowflakes hanging on the ceiling on right the there ceiling. that we had, we made during like Christmas that we just, like it's kind of cluttered, which stresses me out sometimes. But it's just very homey. It's it's a very homey type of space. Just everything on the walls. We have like there's literally a blanket on this rocking chair. She's sitting in a rocking chair. Like I feel like that's <laughs> enough. Like as is, right? It's yeah. just a very homey space. It's personalized. We have random things all over, like on the whiteboard behind us. There are pictures of us from a dress-up day, or there's just like a piece of paper that says "slay" on it. And it's like, just like random. It's just, yeah. Well, it's just, where you are and snowflakes where you are is not uncommon. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't it yeah. like right before I got there in May? Yep. Didn't it? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was cold when I got there too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was cold. Like we yeah. have, I'm trying to think, we have snow probably from November, November to April. Uh, like, yes, lots of snow. So our spring break is the last week or la second to last week of April. And by the last day of that spring break is normally when all the snow is gone. Oh, wow. But then it probably snows again. But then you're in school till June 23rd. All right. So let's talk about the actual book this year. What are your plans? What do you got planned? And you can you can tell us a little or you can tell us a lot, because I know sometimes yearbook staffs don't want to give away fun secrets. I mean, so I feel like a big key thing is this is our 100th yearbook of the ship, of our ship. So, which is like, that's just so cool as it is. So we're focusing a lot on history um, throughout this book, incorporating old photos, old facts, but like keeping it in a modern look. So I um, mocked up a cover before school was done that we're kind of, our theme is kind of a, that was, this is, because we're saying that oh, it used to be blah, 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 and now it's blah, blah, blah. So 
in my cover mock-up, inside the words that was, I have pictures from old yearbooks from 100 years ago. And then on the other side of the cover where it's the this is, it's new pictures. So we're just kind of incorporating a modern touch to all of our old things. Right. So what's that? What's what? How are you modernizing old? I mean, you said you're putting words in or pictures inside of words. Greatness. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess on our cover, we're, we have the photos inside of the words, but we're also color splashing them. So because our school colors are navy and then our, the majority of our cover is navy, they, all the pictures have a navy hue because they're black and white because they're Old from pictures. a while ago. Um, when so you're saying color black splash, when you're saying color splash, you're talking about like a duotone kind of effect on a black and Correct. white photo? Correct, yep. So I went in Photoshop right. and I made them the grayscale and then put the duotone of our navy on it. So now they're like black and white, but it's just the navy, navy and white. And, white. and so ideas. Now that theme that you're talking about is what we originally started working with in May, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yes. But you probably have changed the cover idea because we, I mean, we were just oh, throwing yeah. stuff up there. Yeah. All right. We still um, have that Lululemon idea, but it's way changed now. I love that. The fact that you keep evolving it. That's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, font wise, where did you get your cool font ideas? Any kind of. I'm trying to think. So we did a project where we sorted through magazines, Pinterest, anywhere besides actual yearbooks. And we found inspiration that we really loved. You can and then, see on the back right behind Emily, there's. I see it right over her shoulder. So that's yes. one of our mood boards. That's one of them. So we all created a mood board with just different fonts. And then I want to say it was one of my fonts, which is called Slenko, which like mm -hmm. the L's mm -hmm. have a really cool slant. Yeah. Like, it just, and the top of the T really does, doesn't it? Doesn't the mm -hmm. top of the T have a cool slant of the lowercase yep. Yeah. And we are yeah, doing yeah. a lot of diagonal slants with our book. So okay. it fits perfectly. Right. Because it was kind of the slash that it that was the sis. So. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It works And well. the fact that I, if I remember right, and I've been in a couple of schools since I've been with you, sorry. Um, it seemed like there was something from every single student's mood board that you guys fell in love with that was able to incorporate that you were mm -hmm. able to say we like this we don't like that am, am i right yeah and i would say we all like we all relatively have the same sort of taste yeah right. um so that of course helps a lot as well it helps and it doesn't help because some people complain that our yearbook is oh that's just like Lindsay and emily style because, <laughs> but because we're all Are you like about the students same out in school, the regular old students. We the just I I feel like especially too we don't have any boys on our staff, so that's kind of hard. So it it tends to be very girly, and of course we try to stray away from that as much as possible. But it's kind of inevitable that it's going to have like a little girly touch to it. Yep. Well, okay. So I, the one that, I, the one that you guys did this spring, it was all girls. I don't see it having a girly touch. And I think that because you guys, um, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if we should say it like that, a, a more, a lighter, I don't know how you're supposed to say it anymore. Um, but anyway, it does, it has a very sophisticated, 
artistic approach to it. How's that? So plus the Navy blue is very, very centering. It's very Um, strong. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's, you can use it for anything. So it works. Plus it's our school color. So, which I feel is very fitting considering it's the 100th year. So that's so cool. So are you doing any kind of special promotions to the community about the hundredth year at all? Um, so we did make a hashtag. It's okay. ship times 100. So that's kind of a fun thing that we're going to incorporate into our like Instagram posts. Um, I'd say other than that, not much as of right now. Yeah, as of right now, no, but I bet we probably will add more. Sure. Like, uh, what's it even called? Advertise it more. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys were around when Miss Young figured out why it's called the ship. I guess you probably know. It, mm-hmm. it cracks me up because I kept laughing that you're like nowhere near water. Um, I mean, you might be near a lake, but you're nowhere near where a ship is. But Miss right. Young wrote me and told me this year or this summer that she found out about why it's called the ship. Did you? Did she tell you guys? Mm-hmm. So the ship is... PIHS, Prescott High School, um, ship is backwards. backwards of PIHS. So that's what it is. And because what used to be in your community, or still is, is it still there? What? The Air Force? The Air Force? Oh, so it's still, it's not active anymore. But uh, like this weekend we had a B-52 come and there was like events all weekend. Oh, cool. Um, but it's not it's not an active base anymore. But no. But that's still, that's part of it. And then the PHIS backwards, that's brilliant. I think that's greatness. Because like I said, you are not near the ocean. But we do have anchors in the back. And you do have great anchors there. I love that. And our journalism is called the anchor because it anchors off the ship. There you go. So do you guys do a school newspaper too, you said? Yep. It's all yeah. online. Um, like we don't actually print a newspaper, but we they right. have a website and then journalism is a separate class period. But yeah, a little shout out to the anchor. <laughs> there you go. And let me ask you this. Did you guys have to take J1 or whatever the, the class is called before you became the yearbook staff? No. Nope. Mm-mm. So we, Mrs. Young um, kind of invites us into the class or some of the eighth grade teachers like pick who they feel would be best to move on to high school. And then you get invited into the class. Right. So basically the way it works through, cause there's a middle school yearbook, which when we were in middle school, it was only eighth graders. And then now I think they incorporate some underclassmen into that, but it's basically through a series of recommendations that you get onto the eighth grade staff and then get recommended from there to be put on the high school staff. Awesome. Um, okay, so my qu- next question is: What is my next question? What should I talk about? What should we talk about next? Oh, how about this? What was the biggest uh, hurdle you guys had to go over last year? Ooh, last year. Um... Honestly, I'm trying to think back to the beginning of the year. We struggled oh, to pick out a theme. Yeah, the theme was the worst thing last year. We oh, had we so did. many we had so many different like ideas and mm. because we wanted it to be we wanted to avoid we COVID. COVID to be got, gone. But then throughout the school year, we wore masks until March. So clearly wow. COVID wasn't gone. Right. So and especially where in like September, we didn't know what was to come 
in May. Because we like, started out the school year without masks. Without masks. And then and they we're came like, back. yes, it's a whole new year. We're fine. And then two days later, we got back to COVID. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like we struggled to pick out a theme a lot. Um, the theme, yeah, that took a while. And then, um, well, so we are actually really good at coverage. We're very good at taking photos, not dominant photos. We, like, for from the mar- months of November, like, December, January, and, like, so on, we, our dominant photo on each spread was a freshman girl. And we didn't even think about it because I don't know how we managed to get those pictures, but I think our biggest thing we struggled with was the theme at the beginning and then trying to have everyone included on capturing photos. Right. So of course you want to try and include everybody in the book, but you don't It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it is. Um my big rule is that every spread should have a person that had that one person uh, of a photo of one person. That one person would be doing something like playing the clarinet. They're reflecting on whatever they're doing. They're picking a potato, you know, or hitting a golf club. That, But you also on that spread need to have a photo or two of two people. That's a relationship photo. Um, and so that might be a coach and a player talking or a teacher and a student talking or you two working, whatever. But so you got the one person picture, you got the two person picture, then you have the small group, which is obviously a um, reaction kind of photos. That's like people talking and having fun or yelling at the football. We're going to talk about that here in a minute too. Um, Whatever. And um, so, and then you have a large group if you can do it. So if you look at all your spreads, you should, um, they should have a one, a two, a three, and more kind of photos. That way you incorporate lots of people. So that's, that's just a, a thought going forward. So that's you need genius. to talk. To, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's genius. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you incorporate that on every spread, and here's where the spreads are going to get hard. Golf, because they're so spread out. Sometimes right. baseball, uh, baseball and softball, because again, they're so spread out. But think about taking pictures in the, in the um, dugouts, or coaches meetings, or, you know, a, a coach going out to the mound to uh, uh, to talk to the pitcher, that kind of stuff. You get all those. So it, the photographers need to just be aware and do that all the time. You know, plan. So when they turn in their photos, and let's talk about that too. But um, when they turn in their photos, you should see an event that has lots of singles, lots of doubles, lots of triples, and so on. Right. And so I feel that, like, oh, I feel like no, for can't. us, especially when people are out taking pictures, they're not really thinking of what they're looking like on the spread. They're kind of just like snap, snap, snap. There's like, oh, I need to get a bird's eye picture. So I'm just going to go up there and take one. And it's not, yeah, it's not really. So are they the designers as well? And maybe the storytellers. So they're thinking that they have to think about all three of those things. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's really my main thing. Emily is the biggest photographer, probably. I'm a lot of the like story and that part. So when I see something, I'm like, oh, this would be such a good story or idea for a spread. And then I take a picture, but I don't really like think of it as all the little tiny pictures in there. 
I really just think of it more of the story. And then I'm kind of the opposite where I'm thinking about from the photographer's eye with the design of the spread and not the story. Right. Um, because everybody does all the work on a spread, maybe you two should be telling or sitting down with them before they go out and go to their interviews and go to their stories and say, what do you picture here? And maybe take a piece of blank paper just this, and draw a, a thumbnail of what you're thinking so that at least when they go to the event, they've got, they, they know to turn their photos this way and that way, or their right. camera this way and that way. Um, they know to get a close up or just let them get pre thinking. I don't know if that's the right word, but just. And it might be you guys and maybe Miss Young kind of leads them to thinking that way. Because you're right, um, Lindsay, that when I go to an event, if it's a football game, you're just taking pictures, taking pictures. You forget to turn your camera. You forget to go down low and get up high. And so, and so if Emily's really good at this, that's what you want to incorporate. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this football season of yours? Well, funny story, we don't have football. (laughs) We have soccer. So that's last year we really started doing the theme nights and um, everything else for our soccer games. Um, This year, it's a little secret, but I have been working with our class advisor and I'm trying to make a homecoming. Even though we don't have football, I, I'm trying to make it for soccer. Right. It's a soccer. Well, that makes sense. (laughs) Is that your fall or winter time? That's fall. fall. So that's like our main fall sport. We've never right. had homecoming and every other school does it. And I want it so bad. So yes, there's a secret. I'm trying, I'm working so hard to try to get a homecoming. I hope soccer. you do it. I hope you do it and do it something different. You know, that's kind of cool. Right. I love that. Um, what yep. other intricacies do you have? You know, you don't have football. I knew that. We have hockey. Yep. You, we have a hockey team. Um, the, this will be the first time in several years that we actually have a JV and a varsity hockey team. Yep. The incoming Everybody freshman class. Hockey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The incoming freshman class could make a whole entire hockey team. They're huge and they're good too. Wow. Hey, do you have curling? You're so close to Canada. <laughs> no, <laughs> no curling. <laughs> no curling. In the fall, I'm trying to think we have fall cheerleading. So they cheer on the sidelines of soccer games, which is different. Yes, it right? is. We didn't do that yeah. in Florida. <laughs> and then soccer, of course, golf, cross country, cross country. Those are our fall sports. And then winter okay. basketball is the biggest thing. Yep. And then yep. you have hockey. Basketball is our town's love. Like Texas, right. they're football. Here, yep. we're we basketball. are basketball. We are a basketball town. Everything revolves around basketball. And yep. you guys told me that the entire community comes out to your football. Your yeah, everything. Every Every game, every home game, Saturdays especially, because we'll have four games in a row on Saturdays. So the whole afternoon, the gym will be packed of just people in the community. Even away games for soccer and basketball when we're downstate, because we have to travel two, three hours to go to every single game since we're so far away. We normally, as Presque Isle, we have more people at at the away games than the away team does. Like, oh, so everybody goes to the away games too. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Everyone goes everywhere. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, you just said something that I wanted I wanted to ask you a question about. Oh, do you guys sell ads and anything to do with your book at your home games? Like, do you market we, the book? We don't, don't, but we should. That's, That's a good, a good idea. idea. 
Well, I would imagine with a class, I mean, a school of 400, you guys sell a lot of books. I mean, you probably sell to almost everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But you should, yeah, market there. Um, do you guys do senior ads or, or tributes in the back of the book? You do? Yep, yep. We call them dedications. And then mm-hmm. last year was actually our first year having the parents design them because years prior to, we would have like probably two staff members going through every single form that the parents filled out and creating the mm-hmm. dedication. And it took them forever. 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 Wow. So. And do you sell them online? I mean, do the parents just upload the pictures and all that good stuff? Yep, yep. yep. So they get to pick their message, the photos, the font, the size, everything about the photo, customize it to the way they want it in the book. Awesome. What haven't we talked about? We're doing pretty good. Hmm. I'd say, yeah. You guys have got to be excited. This is your senior. Oh, I know what I want to ask you. Do you have plans? Where do you want to go to school? I want to go out to Utah and go to BYU. You told me that in the spring. I think that's cool. I don't know where I want to go yet, but I know I want to focus on like a social media marketing type of major and then also like a minor in graphic design. Yeah, I want to go into the medical field. I want physical therapy or orthopedics, something around there. That's so cool. And you know, you think, how's your book going to help me? Your leadership skills alone. Oh, yeah. And your communication skills. I mean, you're on a podcast. That's kind of right. cool. I don't know how many people listen besides you two, but uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> you should have listened to. So, awesome. I am so excited for you guys. I wish I could be there. And, oh, oh, before we go, which one, one of you did not go to Orlando Elite Weekend last year, right? She didn't. I was there. I had two soccer games that weekend. They're the two biggest games of the season. That's right. So you're planning on coming to the virtual one this year? Yes. I think so, so what do you want in that? What, that's exciting because that's October 14th, 15th, and 16th. So what do you want us to do for you to help you? Ooh, I want, like last year when they came back, our book was just, it was just amazing after that. Like every idea was flowing and I want the ideas to keep coming from that. Right. Yeah. Okay, and like, we're going to do that for you. Yeah. Just like the talking with all of the yearbook geniuses, it just helps so much. Just talking. Like, it's crazy. And then we say an idea, they're like, no, that's bad. And we're like, yeah, you're right. I guess right. it is. <laughs> I just remember I was so intrigued with the potatoes. I couldn't stop. Um, the What do they call those things? Those fern tops? Um, the Fiddleheads. Fiddleheads, that's right. You got to have it. Oh, you can't get a spread now because they're all grown. All the fiddleheads are. Yep. Unless you got pictures in the spring. A lot of um, people freeze them, though. They do? Yeah. And then they'll eat them throughout the year. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so, how about blueberries? You guys have blueberries everywhere, yeah? Yeah. They're right now, especially it's like early August, late July. They're, they're crazy. Like, Wait. Maine is the blueberry capital of the world. Yeah. That's right. That's very cool. Even Like we have a blueberry farm, I don't know, 15 minutes away maybe. You can go pick your own blueberries there. Like we have blueberry bushes in my yard even. We had more blueberries than we knew what to do with. I'm pretty sure at our school farm there's blueberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys have a really cool school farm. Yes, yep. you do. That's where people work during harvest also. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, yep. picking now, apples and making pies and everything. So does – 
That's such a great thing. Your school is is just incorporating everything. That's awesome. All right. Well, I don't want to stop, but I know you have work to do, and I unfortunately have work to do. And I just miss you guys. You were you're my favorites. I, I mean, everybody else is my favorite too. I'll say that to everybody. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it was fun being there with you. Thanks so, for having us. It's super fun. Yeah. And so you're my very first podcast of the year. Exciting. We both did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good back to school. We'll be talking. And um, thank you, Presque Isle, Lindsay, and Emily, EICs for 2023. Yay. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Mike.